ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय Today morning we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto number six, chapter number two, entitled "Ajamila Delivered by the Vishnu Dutas," text number thirty-eight. Mamaham iti dehado, mamaham iti dehado, hitva mityata dirmatim. मिथ्यातर्मती दास्य मनो भगवती दास्ये मनो भगवती सुदा तत्कर्तनादी सुधा तत्कर्तनादी ममाहमी देहाद दास्य मनो भगवती शुद्धम तत्कर्तनादी वर्ड टू वर्ड मीनिंग ममा मै अहम आई दस देहाद in the body and things related to the body hitva giving up amitya not false artha on values dihi with my consciousness matim the attitude dasye i shall engage mana my mind Bhagavati, Bhagavati on the supreme personality of God hai Suddham pure tat his name kirtana dibhi by chanting hearing and so on Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shri Prabhupad Prabhupad Ki Jai. Translation: Simply because I chanted the holy name of the Lord in the association of devotees, my heart is now becoming purified. Therefore, I shall not fall victim again to the false lures of material sense gratification. Now that I become fixed in absolute truth, henceforward I shall not identify myself with the body. I shall I shall give up false conception of I and mine, and fix my mind on the lotus feet of Krishna. Purport: How a living entity becomes a victim of the material condition is lucidly explained in this verse. the beginning is to misidentify the body as one's self therefore bhagavad gita begins with a spiritual instruction that one is not the body but is within the body 
This consciousness can be possible only if one chants the holy name of Krishna, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, and always keep oneself in the association of devotees. This is the secret of success. Therefore, we stress that one should chant the holy name of the Lord and keep oneself free from the contamination of this material world, especially the contamination of lusty desires for illicit sex, meat eating, intoxication, and gambling. With determination, one should vow to follow these principles and thus he saved from the miserable condition of material existence. The first necessity is to become freed from the bodily concept of life. Om Ajnanatimirandasya Jnananjana Shalakya Sakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Guruve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadam Hayam Dadati Swapadantikam Pandeham Sri Guru Sri Yuta Padakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsa Sri Rupam Sagrijatam Sarvana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsjeevam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sagitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sarvana Lalita Sri Vishakhan Vitamsya E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Rishabhanu Sudadevi Pranamami Haripriya Vanchakalpatarubhyasya Kripasindhubhyayavacha Paditanam Pavanevyo Vaishnavevyo Namunamaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadada Shivasari Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Sings of Vaishnava I like to speak from Srimad Bhavatam for my own purification. Translation Simply because I chanted the holy name of the Lord in the association of devotees, my heart is now becoming purified. Therefore, I shall not fall victim again to the false lures of material sense gratification. Now that I have become fixed in the Absolute Truth, henceforward I shall not identify myself with the body. I shall give up false conception of I and mind, fix up my mind on the lotus feet of Krishna. How a living entity becomes a victim of the material condition is lucidly explained in this verse. A living entity misuses independence and come to this material world. In Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad Gita is considered the basic or the preliminary study to spirituality. The first thing we talk about spiritual life is where Krishna also 
addresses this in Bhagavad Gita, the starting, he says, we are not this body, we are spirit soul. This is like the foundational A for apple, B for ball in spiritual life. Most of the issues or most of the problem, most of the difficulties can be overcome when we go back to our basics. It's like building our castle, our imaginary phantasmic area, universe and we forgot the foundation that we are not this body. We know but we haven't realized. Time and again this message has been repeated. We are in sixth canto. We can see again this point has been hammered. Doesn't matter even if we read Chaitanya Charitamrita or any other book, this point has been hammered again and again that we are not this body, we are a spirit soul. Victim of material condition. The senses are the cause of our bodies. The senses are the cause of our body. And material manifestation are the changes that is caused by the material nature. So this is, a, you know, second chapter explains about in Bhagavad Gita that Jnana or the knowledge that we are not this body, we are a spirit soul and different compositions of the physical attributes or the, the chemical attributes, uh, details of what a spirit soul composed of, what is the size, how it's been moved in terms of internal reincarnation and then at the time of death it changes. And more detailed elaboration of the spirit soul or the, the body is explained in 13th chapter of Bhagavad Gita about the Kshetra and Kshetra Gyan. Krishna explains about the, the composition of the Kshetra or the field of activities, how it is formed, what are the um, expansion or what are the qualities of Kshetra, how the mind you know, mixes with the different sense objects and sense and then you develop likes and dislikes. The living entity, the happiness and distress or the happiness or sadness which we experience is caused by the living entity. It's interesting because the living entity is addressed with the term as Purusha. Enjoy it. Why that name term Purusha is given, if you see? Because we are actually an imposter Purusha. The mentality of enjoyment we carry, that's why we given the name Purusha, if you actually see. The original Purusha, the Purusha is given, the Purushottam, the Supreme Purusha is the Paramatma or the Krishna. We are, we are trying hard 
to enjoy in this material world. We are like the mini Ishwaras, we are trying to enjoy as much as we are trying to derive a lot of juice from our activities, but unfortunately we are not able to get hold of it because we are trying to exploit this. It's amazing actually because we think this body is given to enjoy in this material world. Actually, this body is awarded to the living entity to the degree that living entity can experience suffering. <clears throat> so, because of the desires, because of our wanting to enjoy and trying to lord over the material nature, the material nature gives a appropriate and suitable body to the living entity. It's embodied. The living entity is embodied within the body which is meant to teach a lesson to the living entity. But unfortunately, we think, oh, I've got a particular body, let me enjoy within this body. Our free will, our choice, our independence is very restricted to that body. Once we get that body, then we cannot do anything. If we get a dog body, then we have to act like a dog. The beginning is to misidentify the body as oneself. It's, it's natural. As long as we think I am this body, then I want to do activities which is satisfying my body. Unless one come across, you know, literature like Bhagavad Gita, or unless one come across a devotee who is practicing spirituality, Bhakti Yogi, unless by the mercy of the Lord, we would not have this knowledge, a confidential knowledge that I am not this body. So we give an example of a driver, this body is considered as a machine which is given. Like suppose we are going in a in a journey in a in a in a car or in a vehicle. When we go, when we're traveling, sometimes we do travel during Sankirtan. Suppose you are going in a highway, you are going to in a vehicle, and then you saw this sign: waterfall, hundred meter turn right. Then once you see that sign, oh, think, oh my God, I'll, anyway I'm coming this side, I might as well see this beautiful scenic lookout, which is kept there. So you take a detour, you go there and have a look, take some snaps and then come back to the main road, then going. Then what happened? You will see a big restaurant, McDonald's sign or something like that, or a service station. Anyway, you know, let me grab a drink and I'm going along. Then you go to D2, take that. Then you come again. Then you say, Kola Sanctuaries. 
take a snap with the cola, like, you know, or, you know, kangaroo feeding, emu sanctuary, like whatever. Imagine if you are going in a journey and then you see this lot of signs and you get distracted and you go and watch, you go and do the things which is not really necessary. Hmm? The whole purpose of the journey is to reach the destination. If not able to reach the destination, then what is the point of the journey? So, if the same analogy ap applied to our body, the whole point of the body is given to the living entity, especially the human form of body, is to make sure that you reach the destination, Goloka Vrindavan, that you don't get the body again. But if you miss that point that we indulge in activities which will make ready for more and more body, then we miss the point. It's like where the vehicle is there and a driver is there, we need to take care of both so that we reach the destination. If we forget or if we neglect the driver, we only take care of the car or the vehicle, then we miss the point. The vehicle has its own fuel, maintenance, cleanliness, whatever it requires we have to do. At the same time, whatever the driver, the soul, we need to take care of both. So here, the ident misidentification with the, the soul, with the body, that's like the beginning of all the problems. So here, Ajamil is speaking, he is making some kind of affirmation or some kind of determination vow. He is making three vows here or he is determined to do three things, two negative, one positive. He is saying, I shall not fall victim again to the false lure of material sense gratification, number one. Number two, I have become fixed in the absolute truth, henceforth I shall not identify myself with the body. Number three, I fix my mind on the lotus feet of Krishna. So he made three things. Prabhupada says in the Parupada, this is a secret of success. That no sense gratification, no false ego or the identification with my body, my eye and mind and fix the mind on Krishna. If one can do this thing, three things, his life is success. He will perfect his life. Now this understanding or this kind of consciousness one can develop only when chanting Hare Krishna. So if you see really because he understood, how do I come up this stage? How do I end up like this? What made me to think like this or what made me to have this kind of consciousness? Because I chanted the holy name of the Lord in the association of devotees. 
So as long as one is keeping association of devotees, as long as one is chanting Hare Krishna, he can see sense gratification as an obstacle in the path of journey. He can see that false ego is actually pulling him down to the material consciousness, to the body of me and mine. And one can see that I, my aim is to fix my mind on the lotus feet of Krishna. This is possible only when one is present oneself in the association of devotees. Otherwise, it's very difficult in the age of Kali. Because what is the whole propaganda? The propaganda of Kali is you need to enjoy, you need to explore, you need to experience the different senses and the titillation of the sense gratification and different varieties and probability and combination of different products and sense objects. Keep going, enjoy to the max because that is the whole propaganda and if we are out there, we will be sucked into that wave. We, we don't have power, we don't have strength to fight alone. We are like a small bird trying to empty the ocean. Small Chataka bird who lost her eggs is trying to fight against the whole ocean. But when, 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 when Garuda came to know about it, when devotee, a great devotee knows about it, then he took the vow, then the ocean returned the eggs. We are like the small bird trying to fight against the material energy. Krishna says, this is my energy, very difficult to overcome. How many times we have been thrashed by the material energy? But what's the hope? What is the determination? Our hope is sincere endeavor of spiritual practice, that is devotional service. So Krishna, so Prabhupada is saying, Therefore, we stress that one should chant the holy name of the Lord and keep oneself free from the contamination of this material world, especially the contamination of lusty desires for illicit sex, meat-eating, intoxication and gambling. These are the four regulative principles. Krishna says one has to regulate his senses in order to overcome this public enemy number one, lust. How can you overcome this lust? First thing Krishna is saying that one has to regulate his senses. If there is no regulation of senses, then it's very difficult actually. We can see from our own life, just let loosing, just one sense, we don't have to worry about five senses, just one sense not controlled, it can drag you. It's exactly like a boat in the wind which can carry the boat away. Krishna says this analogy in the second chapter. Similarly, one sense which is not monitored, which is not controlled, it can drag you for a ride. It will take you for a ride. The whole mind, sense, everything goes for a toss. It's because we not we regulate. We didn't regulate our senses. When we regulate our senses, then we are in the human platform. 
Actually, regulated lifestyle means we are in human platform because if you see the life of an animal, there is no regulation. It is on the basis of sense instinct, impulses, what it feels good at that point. There is no, there is no as such rules and regulation in living. There is no principle-oriented living. Whatever you feel like at that moment, whatever you like to do, just do it. This is animalistic propensity. You can't expect peace in the society of animals. And there is no question of happiness when there is no peace. So we have to follow certain rules. Tapasya, human life is meant for austerity, for spiritual elevation. So just following the four regulative principles, will bring one to a human platform. It looks very obscured actually, if you tell someone that no gambling, no intoxication, no meat eating, huh? and no sex outside of one's marriage life, people think, are you okay? What do you do for life? Is there anything excitement in your life? You don't go to Crown Casino, you don't go to any restaurants, you don't go to any movie theater mall or any whimsical activities, right? And you don't hang out with girls, are you not, you know, having any uh, dating or anything? And uh, you don't take booze or drugs or whatever. What is there in your life? People think you're just numbing your thing, you're just uh, good for nothing. There is no excitement in your life, it's so dry, <laughs> you don't have anything to do. It's also like Yeah, you, you, you like moron, what? <laughs> you just describe my life. You explain my life. <laughs> People think, you know, this is, man, this is Australia. Why you have to force, why you have to torture yourself? <laughs> huh? They think that agitation, the more impulsive and agitation of mind is some kind of excitement actually. You need to keep your restless, you need to keep your mind agitated. Huh? They don't, they, 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 they don't give a chance that one has to control senses and mind. They think that kind of, you know, punishment. How can you control your senses? Why to control your mind? Let free your mind. Why to, why to you know, put restriction on oneself? So they think that, like, you know, let free. But that, they don't, they don't understand, it's like, uh, uh, it's like uh, giving alcohol to a monkey. Normally the monkey is like very restless, very obstinate, jumping from one tree to another. Imagine you giving some alcohol to a monkey, then it's just like adding worst. It's making you worst, you know, like it, it's going crazy. 
it will go crazy so similarly feeding the mind without restriction is exactly like having giving alcohol to a monkey and expecting to be like you know peaceful and tranquil in state that won't happen we need to train our mind to focus on higher principle here we say you know ajamil is saying i'll fix my mind on the lotus feet of krishna which is difficult which is not going to happen overnight krishna says by practice and determination you can bring the mind by control krishna doesn't say that it will be happening so quickly yeah how is saying he is saying by practice and determination so the practice is of positive things and determination to not to do negative things so practice of meditation practice of chanting hare krishna is the positive thing because you need something positive to engage the mind it's like if you're trying to empty the thoughts of your mind which is very difficult indirect process just thinking i should not think of anything that itself a great thought i want to remove everything from the mind which is very difficult it's like emptying this room without air we cannot live here then so the determination is to follow the four regulative principle to avoid sense gratification and that is comes in hand when we practice the positive thing that is chanting hare krishna actually if we really see chanting hare krishna has made a tremendous effect on our consciousness and our mind if really see that actually given some kind of strength to follow four regulative principle when one chant hare krishna his heart get purified he is if we can see in the previous verses and in the whole chapter whole discussion whole theme is about chanting in this ajamil past time he has not chanted even in the sense um with the mind with the intention that calling out the name of krishna he was calling his son but he was offenseless but he can realize that this just by chanting narayana my heart has been changed i could see i've been given a second chance i could see that i have got the association of devotees as long as a person is continuing his chanting of hare krishna then there is a greatest hope in life the moment we don't chant our rounds the moment we 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 don't give um you know importance to our chanting the moment we take it very casual then we should know it's just a matter of time whatever one can do one can you know here when you know ajamil has done all kinds of sinful activities we can see time and again jagai and madai even in our own life we have done all kind of sinful activities but what has changed is 
the taking up the process of chanting has actually changed our heart. And in the lives of devotees, many, if you see, the chanting of Hare Krishna actually brought up some joy within. What is that? Um, the consciousness, this consciousness is, can be possible only if chant the holy name of Krishna, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. And always keep oneself in the association of devotees. So this chanting of Hare Krishna is a very potent process. It's not a, uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, exaggeration. It's not a kind of, some kind of uh, a mind trick or something. If we can able to focus our mind on the names of Krishna, we can be able to focus on chanting, then that actually have many effect on our consciousness. It purifies our heart, it increases our devotion to Krishna. We will develop some determination to say no to material energy. And we could be able to train our mind to fix on the lotus feet of Krishna. Even though we are aiming, say for example, at times we might be depressed. I am chanting Hare Krishna for some time and I am not able to get the symptom of ecstatic love or not able to have that feeling for Krishna or uh, my hairs are not standing on my body. There might be some remorseful. But what we didn't realize is, yes, your goal of chanting to get love for Krishna, but on the process, on the journey of that goal, we forgot to realize that we lose taste for material things things which we used to have, which we used to see, it's no more interesting to us. People who weave with hang out is not interesting at all. Uh, we develop some liking for deities, prasadam, devotees association, kirtan. Small, small thing which we have developed, we may not be noticed. We may not be appreciative of that, we may not be grateful of that. Because our goal is so high, it's like, for example, you, you may be, you know, go to, you want to go to moon or something like that, and the rocket is launched. Yes, it's so distance far, but then if you see down, you will see how far you have traveled back, you know, come or when you're going in an aeroplane, you want to go to US or something like that. When you go traveling, in the take off the runway and it's going high and high, you know, it shows you another eight-hour traveler. But then when you see the map, when you see it down, you actually realize you have traveled so far. 
that it so become insignificant in negligible size similarly in our journey of getting that taste for chanting love for krishna we have traveled so far that when we look back we see oh my god i've traveled so distance now i don't want to give up now i don't want to ruin this journey give more meditate on the mantra more concentrate on more and it's just a matter of time that we can able to see krishna we can able to see ourselves so here prabhupada writes with determination one should vow to follow these principles and thus be saved from the miserable condition of material existence the first necessity is to become freed from bodily concept of life so i'll just stop here and see if anyone wants to add comment or any question discuss and what we saw today article by sachinandan maharaj he says determination is the fruit on the tree of hope oh. yeah so if you see in the life of ajamil also he never thought he would have encountered vishnu duta 
but after the meeting the association of devotees he got hope on living he got that okay now i can you know this is a second chance i have a hope i can perfect my life the same with our life also we would have wandered we would have gone in a different path but somehow or other by meeting devotees we got some chance to think about what we are living we got some hope on perfecting our life so here ajamil got that determination because he actually got the taste for holy name if you really see he understood this holy name is a very potent powerful thing you know it's not a small it's not a, i didn't know before but now i understood this holy name has some real potency so if you, in few words he will immediately leave for haridwar he want to perfect he want to chant and perfect his life so he understood the potency of the holy name that's my understanding and then he determined to do it okay you know done is done whatever i done now i want to chant i don't want to do sense gratification again did you see that progression yeah ಸೇವಿ i guess uh, it, it it also makes us a point that our chanting should be offenseless we are trying but hope is there so when atamila was a brahmana then we think that some have a security to understand that provision is because of sacrifice okay no yeah he i think he went to forest to collect the wood right yeah yeah, yeah. but that is all even in the i think in the previous section or something with they talk about different types of atonement prachita and in that context they bring holy name that is much much powerful than any other ritualistic or any sacrifice no no i'm saying it's a question you know and say so you wonder how did he know must have some preliminary understanding of the holy name that he was so he got that then ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕೀ ಶಿಲಭೋಪಾದ ಕೀ